self-order has a competitive advantage because the maintenance sector sort of got its start in South Florida back in the Eastern and Panam days and it grew from there and at one point in time over 75% of the world maintenance was came out of South Florida and uh, since then uh, it has spread throughout the world and also in South Florida it, it used to be heavily in Miami-Dade County and it has grown more into the Tri-County here in South Florida and uh, you see like Broward Community College has programs you have Miami-Dade You're tuning in to the Florida CEO podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group, where we discuss targeted industry growth and resiliency and the regions in the state's uh, largest economic opportunity. Today's guest is Stanley Cowlesser, who is the CEO of Thrust Tech Accessories. Hey, Stanley, how are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Good. So uh, Thrust Tech is located in Broward. How long has it been here in South Florida? Been in Broward and since 1990. Prior to that, it, was, it started off in, down in Miami. Previous owner relocated up to uh, Broward County in 1990. So you're in the aviation maintenance um, sector. Tell us more about the company. First, it has some unique uh, niches in the industry. All of the aviation industry is a very large, uh, multi-billion dollar uh, global economy. Thrustec uh, participates in the regional corporate biz jet uh, sector, private uh, aircraft as well. And uh, during the, the recent COVID-19 event, because of the area we participated in, uh, we, although we were impacted less than the others, and the rebound seems to be faster. Yeah, okay. Well, then that's good to know. So let's talk about the aviation sector because what I do know that it's a huge opportunity to scale up talent, but that's also where there's a capacity need. So there's a shortage of talent and it's probably due to education or the lack of awareness of the opportunities that's available. Both items you mentioned is some of the reasons that there's a shortage of talent. Number one, it's a, a lot of people are not aware of that it's a very lucrative uh, business to get into. Not just as business owners, but also uh, if you're working uh, the craft tradesmanship, even in the front office in, uh, in an aviation company, uh, and the folks tend to earn 20, 30% higher than their counterpart in the other uh, traditional business sector. So let's unpack that a bit because, you know, obviously there's a lot of growth opportunities in the sector. From the state's perspective, you know, there's also significant opportunities that has kind of been spurred by the pandemic, right? We have a lot of companies that are relocating. We've seen it on, you know, the residential side, a lot of New Yorkers and Northeasterners moving down South to Florida, making it one of the fastest growing states. Um, and in South Florida being one of the fastest growing markets in the country. And so that also presents an opportunity for companies looking to relocate. Down in Miami, the mayor has been campaigning and making this pitch to position the city and the county as the tech hub. So let's talk about industry development because aviation is a huge sector. From your vantage point, where do you see some of the growth opportunities within the sector, whether it's just on the maintenance side, whether it's aviation tech or innovation or anything else related to the sector? South Florida has a competitive advantage because the, the maintenance sector sort of got its start in South Florida back in the 
Eastern and Panam days, and it grew from there. And at one point in time, over 75% of the world maintenance was came out of South Florida. And you know, uh, since then, uh, it has spread throughout the world. And also in South Florida, it, it used to be heavily in Miami-Dade County, and it has grown more into the Tri-County here in South Florida. And uh, you see, like, Broward Community College has programs. You have Miami-Dade. A college has, uh, and um, the school system has aviation schools to train up future um, aviation technicians, and also um, some of the uh, private colleges are offering bachelors and a lot of uh, flight training programs, and also the demand is here, so when you, someone is in school or getting out of school, there's a lot of apprentice opportunities, so that gives South Florida a competitive advantage. Uh, in the aviation sector, which continues to be a, a fast growing and it's going to grow even further uh, than we are. So the, the real challenge is going to be is to find sufficient amount of labor to meet the demand. Okay, so that's our greatest opportunity as a region, but also statewide as well, building up the talent capacity for the demand and the need in this sector, right? That, that is correct. Okay. So, and as you mentioned, a lot of the schools are doing a lot to educate and um, bring attention to the opportunities and even the how profitable the industry is. What about from an industry development perspective? You know, whether it's at the statewide level, you know, there's a lot of different organizations that are responsible for attracting businesses and expanding industry within the state. And then you have the local and regional organizations that are responsible for that. What role or what opportunities should the state and even local market, what should they be pursuing in this sector to help attract businesses, whether it's those that are looking to uh, relocate post-pandemic, whether it's because of a, our business-friendly environment, if it's, you know, whatever the reasons may be, what is it that the state should be pursuing or the region should be pursuing when it comes to industry development? Well, uh, Florida is very pro-business development, which kind of lays one of the precursors for other businesses moving in and continue some of the same path of being very business-friendly but also provide incentives for uh, companies to relocate maybe a five-year tax uh, incentive break at whatever percentage, um, but also some training incentives if uh, employers were to take on uh, students in trade school or in universities and uh, transition them into the workforce where there's say, a two-year uh, tax incentive uh, or, or some kind of benefit for companies to do that. The other thing is uh, having the, some of the right uh, facilities. Uh, most of the time, the companies that are moving into South Florida have to come and really design and build facilities, buildings, warehouses to meet their specific needs. One of the three specific needs that aviation repair has that the typical warehouse environment do not require. Number one is that you have to have a lot more electrical power needs than you typically will have in a warehouse. Typical warehouse may have a couple hundred amps of electrical power. In a aviation, small aviation facility, you're looking in the thousands that you will need. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is uh, aviation facilities require air-conditioned warehouses. And, uh, typically, warehouses, the offices are air-conditioned, the warehouses are 
And the, probably the third and most critical thing is parking. There's so many, for 10,000 square feet, there's probably one or two parking spots or maybe 10 parking spots. In an aviation business, you need a lot of parking spots because it, you hire a lot of employees. It's not uncommon for a mid-sized aviation facility to have a hundred, maybe thousands of employees. And uh, so that's one of the challenges I think South Florida will have because to get those type of facilities, then you have to move out where there's more land available and built, and then distance and commute becomes a challenge. The challenge. So that the real challenge would be is how do we get those type of facilities within the demographics that where that you could also pull under labor pool to fill the, the need. Okay, so now you're speaking of infrastructure needs, um, which goes into a yeah. broader discussion or, or need around the state because, you know, for so long, industry diversification has always been our greatest unmet opportunity. Um, you know, we've been so concentrated in the hospitality and tourism sector, and there's so many other areas of strengths that we have, whether it's from a talent perspective, the educational hubs that we have here or the concentration of certain industries and businesses where, you know, that industry development can help to add the capacity that certain industries typically require. So as we see more aviation-type aviation companies move into the state or whether it's different aspects of the industry, that will naturally start to build up the capacity from an infrastructure perspective. Yes. I'll give you another example. Uh, because of South Florida, uh, geographic location in the world, we see a lot of uh, the European uh, aviation companies have set up shop in South Florida. You know, even Airbuses has multiple facilities. Uh, Lufthansa Technique, for example, the largest aviation in Europe has facilities set up here. Megat uh, Systems out of the UK has, you know, moved into South Florida. And, and, and we see more and more of that uh, taking place because uh, growth also is coming through acquisition. And, and so typically, because of the limitation infrastructure, some of the businesses stayed small, small family-owned businesses. And for them to grow, they only could grow through acquisition, uh, M&A acquisitions. And uh, we've seen quite a bit of that done. But it'll be, it'll be a wonderful thing to see where family businesses, private businesses like ourselves, could grow to be a, you know, a much larger business because the infrastructure allows it. Currently, it, it's difficult for a business like Thrustec to grow uh, exponentially because of the infrastructure needs and the capital investment. So what we do is we do organic growth, basically. Slowly, longer, uh, but steadier. But the M&A acquisition allows for exponential growth in a shorter period of time. But then it takes it out of the hands of uh, family or, or privately owned businesses but in the hands of larger corporations. Good. So uh, any exciting updates or any highlights with Thrust Tech that you can share? Anything that you're looking forward? Um, I know that you said the pandemic didn't really affect your sector as much just because you're on you know that side of the fence and not on the consumer side but what can you share with us about what we can look forward to we can look forward to there's steady continual growth i am excited that we came out uh, on the more of the winning side as the pandemic fallout settles down um, in the aviation community, uh, I wish our counterparts on the other end, when I mean the other end, the commercial side, the passenger carriers, uh, had feared better, but they're, they're going to be okay. This gives 
us a, uh, an advantage to move forward and grow, continue to retain jobs and uh, grow jobs. Uh, it is my personal desire to continue to create employment. Uh, when I worked for other people in the past, it was my measuring stick of how many new jobs I created that determined my success in what I did. And so uh, now as an owner, I'm looking forward to creating more jobs and, uh, and growing the company and, and creating a legacy hopefully uh, help South Florida uh, gain a stronger foothold in the global aviation aftermarket service and support. Well, thank you, Stanley. I appreciate all of the insights that you've um, added to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for uh, including me and including Frostec. Thanks again for tuning in to the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. There's more episodes featuring economic development leaders throughout the country, and we thank all of the participants for sharing their perspectives. Check out all of the episodes in this series at blueprintcreativegroup.com slash economic development.